0: Warner and I could not be any happier if I was a pig in slop. And speaking of pig guys, I got the number one pig guy in the world, James the exploding unicorn Breakwell with me. And James, how are you doing tonight?
1: I am highly insulted by your characterization of pigs, but other
0: than that, I'm great. get what? I'm being complimentary <laughs> of pigs. What are you talking about?
1: Pigs are very clean animals, at least compared to you, all right? There's only only one being covered in filth here, and we all know who it is.
0: Well, I don't mean to cast aspersions, but I think the listeners know who it is, too. But uh, welcome to Wrong and Wronger, the podcast that goes where no podcast has dared go before. And what I mean by that is we do our best to drive away every single listener that we possibly can every week with this schlock And uh, James, let's talk for a minute about the penalty video this week because it seems like we may both have an axe to grind here.
1: Yeah, I had to redo it because yours was so bad. I had (laughs) to go and try to redeem us. Did you even watch the one I did or did you just keep living your life?
0: (laughs) Well, first of all, I always live my life because it is a charmed life indeed. But second of all, I did watch it just before we fired up, before you called me, and there was a little bit of a debacle when it came to which number to call me at today, and I blame no one but the hotel manager for that. I'm in like this tiny bed and breakfast right next to the Capitol in Mississippi. You do the math on that one. Watch the Matthew McConaughey, Samuel L. Jackson, or the Gene Hackman, James Woods movies about it. But um, yes, I did watch it, and I must say that your video was not much of an improvement over mine.
1: Well, uh, for one thing, I, I could, you could at least see what I was doing. You keep doing all these, these self-shot videos <laughs> Because you have no friends or contact with other human beings on the road. So it's just you wildly waving the camera around. And somehow, as you wave it, you never turn it horizontal. Not for one moment. It's every possible angle other than horizontal. So I get there and you send me this garbage I have to put into a video. And it's just you, like, tossing an imaginary M&M nobody can even see. And eventually, like, an M&M is in your mouth. I don't know how how it got there. Did you throw it? Did you
0: plant it there at the start? I have no idea. I okay, mean, it looked t- like
1: you were filming like Cloverfield or the Blair Witch
0: Project. It was just unwatchable. <laughs> oh, wow, great pull, man! That's awesome. And uh, yes, I actually, the the beef that I have with you is that I actually got two M&Ms in my mouth, and from the look of things, you got zero. Now, you had all the cute kids cackling in the background, and you had your wife busting up, but you personally added nothing to that video.
1: <laughs> I probably had M&Ms lodged in every orifice of my body except my mouth after that <laughs> They they, they they did not understand the concept, and it was too late to explain <laughs> it. It was like, you're supposed to get it in here. You're not just supposed to, like, cause me pain. But, no, they just they threw those things as hard as they could. And those little arms can throw. I mean, they've got a, got a future in the major leagues, I think. I think I've still got welts on my forehead. So well, it, it was point uh, blank, I, too. Yeah, we're, we're lucky I survived. We <laughs> wasted, like, a third of a bag of m ms on that attempt. So it was, it was pretty brutal. You are correct. You did have more m ms in your mouth at the end. Um, however, everything else about that video is completely unwatchable, including the part where you open your <laughs> mouth to show the M M&M. and M. So I'm going to declare victory on this one, but I'm going to put up a How poll on it. Actually, dare you? So we'll How let the dare people
0: you, decide. sir. You know, I was trying to bank an M M&M and M off of the slot machine and have it land in my mouth. Which the whole angle of reflection. Explained.
1: You never explained that. You just started going. Like, well, here's Steve. Why is he playing slots?
0: Why is he drinking? Nobody knows. Oh, he has M&Ms too. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the backstory on that. I could not... Well, first of all... I was a little bit mistaken and in which of us was number 44 and which of us was oh, number 79. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the bigger... Okay, we'll get into that in a minute. Continue this. <laughs> so the point is, I didn't have M&Ms on me. If I'd have known that I lost, I would have done... Because my son was really amped up and ready to do one of those trick shot videos with M&Ms in me. But I said, nah, Unicorn's going to lose this week. So I was actually home on Saturday, and I could have done a real one. And then you called me on Sunday and said, well, good luck, sucker. And I thought, wait a minute, what are we talking about here? And uh, so I had to come up with M&Ms. And in the casino, there were no M&Ms. One of the bouncers went to the break room and got me a bag of M&Ms. That's a true story.
1: my gosh, you made that poor bouncer get you M&M's for our terrible
0: internet videos? Are you kidding? All the bouncers loved me by the end of my my whole stay at the Hard Rock in Biloxi. I, I like the staff.
1: Yeah, so you you probably lost half your savings there. Also, I don't know what part of you thought that like that 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 slot machine was going to be uh, you know sanitary or whatever. But I'm sure, pretty sure you picked up every disease known to man on those M and M's. So this what? is probably our last podcast. I'm pretty sure that that uh, video was fatal.
0: James, what you didn't see was me picking M and M's off the rug after that because there were about <laughs> a dozen of them laying around me, and I still ate them.
1: Yeah, I completely believe that. Um, so let's get to our, our topic real quick, then I'll get to my compliment and continue insulting you. Uh, I do don't you actually... know what
0: the topic is going to be.
1: Yeah, I know. I was going to surprise you this week. We got a good one. Actually, it's kind of a dry one. This one is going to be, what's the best way to dry your hands in a public bathroom? Paper towels or air dryer? Alright, this is going to be a heated one, so we're gonna we're going to jump right into it. Um, And that that stunned silence on your end as you're trying to (laughs) frantically formulate ideas, because as much as he likes to pretend he doesn't prepare, he prepares. (laughs) I've seen him there Googling stuff, open up encyclopedias, but today he's on my turf. He's going in with no warning whatsoever. (laughs) We're going to see how
0: this turns out. Alright, well, uh, so what are the two options? A a hand dryer and a what? The, the,
1: the, The paper towels and the air dryer. You know, the big loud thing that shoots out air. I don't know if they had that when you were born in the 1800s, but it's pretty much standard today in bathrooms.
0: first of all, how dare you? I was born in the 1700s. And second of all, so we're not doing the air blade, which I think are cool that a lot of the nouveau bathrooms have that you just sort of slide your hand down and then back out and they're dry.
1: That's gonna. I'm going to include all of those. Anything that cleans your hands by shooting air versus paper towels. You can take whatever air contraption you want if the Guam Quarter of Fate gives you that side.
0: And I do have the Guam Quarter of Fate. And the other thing, the one that maybe you're not thinking of, because these went out of style years before you were born, which was like Thursday of last week, was <laughs> the, uh, the old style that had a towel that was on a continuous roll that yeah, you would just pull down. Those were banned by the Geneva Convention.
1: <laughs> those spread every disease known to man. We're not going to consider those. This is disposable paper towels you pull down out of the dispenser. Sometimes there's a laser, sometimes there's not. That's very clearly defined the parameters because this is clearly an important debate that needs to be had.
0: All right. And you said that would somehow lean into the compliments this week.
1: Oh, oh, you know what? I don't think it does at all. I just wanted to get to my second <laughs> set of insults. I was just worried if I started insulting you again, we were going to get to the 20 minute mark and I we weren't even going to have the topic out there. <laughs> So yeah, so my compliment to you this week is apparently you're a real psychologist because you tried to gaslight me this week. I what are you won this debate about? decisively. And you're like, oh yeah, so James, I guess you lost. I'm like, no, I'm 44. You're like, no, I'm 44. <laughs> blatantly like on video with hundreds of witnesses uh, we clearly defined who had what and you tried to pull this jedi mind trick business to get <laughs> out of your terrible trick shot video and it didn't work like you're just confused <laughs> in how videos work there's concrete evidence there for all time the internet is forever so you're going to have to have to dig deeper in your psychology bag of tricks next time cuz you're you're out of options man we we're on to you
0: yeah you know i thought i remembered that After we uh, ended the video last time, I went back and looked because I couldn't remember which one I was. And I want you to take some pride in the fact that all of my family, including myself, voted for you this week. (laughs) Why did you vote for me?
1: Because I vote for me all the time. Don't you vote for yourself? (laughs) I never vote for myself. I have honor.
0: (laughs) So do I. And it's called (laughs) I'm going to win at all costs. I just watched... uh, well, a Time to Kill with Matthew McConaughey and Sandra Bullock and uh, Oliver Platt plays like a sleazy attorney and Sandra Bullock can't figure out how to defeat this psychiatrist and Oliver Platt looked at her and said do what I do cheat <laughs> and so I thought ah, that's not bad. But uh, yes, I thought I was forty-four the entire week, and that was an honest mistake. Like I really thought I was forty-four. So when you got a hold of me, I was confused and a little irritated by it. So you've She's got to excuse much your, your natural state. I mean, let's let's be honest. All right. Well, my compliment to you is you really did your best to try to outdo me on the M&M trick shot video, but you did less of a trick shot and you got none of them in your mouth. So if you do a poll, it's obvious who won the M&M trick shot competition. Oh. Only if you
1: switch the numbers again. That's the only one you can lose. <laughs> I'm just going to put names on this one because that's that's like a side poll. That one's not even a poll with a penalty, so that's going up. and and That's just for the sheer joy of humiliating you. It's going to be my favorite poll of the week.
0: I have a pencil this week, and I am going to write down what our numbers are. And you will rue the day that you do a little bait and switch on me, like you did last week.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I went back and edited the video. My skills have progressed to that point. I I changed the numbers and put them in your mouth. That's uh that's I an mean, idea.
0: I I I don't. That's a weird image that I don't want to have in my head. What?
1: All right. You, you managed to make everything weird. All right. Let's just let's get to the Guam quarter of fate. Let's settle this right. like like. I got the Guam quarter,
0: children. All right, so we're actually over the 10-minute mark already. We're halfway wow. through this thing. Ah, I Hold on a minute. I dropped the Guam quarter. <laughs> I, All right. I, I can't believe they trust you to leave the house. I really can't. I, I have to be careful how much I stand up because I'm literally not wearing pants. I blew into the hotel no. like minutes before we did this, and I threw on the polo, and here we are.
1: And then you gave me the fax number for the hotel,
0: so I tried to call the fax number for five minutes. <laughs> This is a professional
1: organization we have going on here, people. Oh. Only the best for you.
0: You know, the fact that we have any followers is a testimony to just how desperate people are for entertainment yeah. out there. Yeah, All right, one well, quarter f-
1: by accident. All right, yeah. So heads, <laughs> heads, I'm arguing paper towels. Tails, I'm, I'm arguing for the air blowers.
0: All right, heads is paper, tails is air. Here we go. Quarter is up, and it is. Tails, you have air.
1: All right. That's exciting because I like the option that doesn't require me to deforest the earth in order to dry my hands. (laughs) It just goes in there. It blows the air. You stick your hands under there so you don't even have to touch them. The laser activates it, and it just blows the air away. You don't have to touch anything. There's no trash. The janitors thank you. They're not hauling out bags of trash every day. I mean, I for a, for a summer job years and years ago, before I started making my you know dozens of dollars on Twitter, <laughs> my summer job was a janitor at an elementary school. And you have no idea how many of those paper towels stack up. It's insane. It just fills our landfills, it fills everything. But instead we can have the air blowing to dry off our hands and you can even power it with renewable energy. As our energy sources become cleaner, the whole process becomes cleaner. Like I'm saving the earth here and I have no idea what you're doing over there
0: with your paper towels. Well, I can... Boy, it's funny. You were a janitor at an elementary school. So was I. That's a weird connection that we have that we've never <laughs> talked about. I was actually fired because I kept eating food out of the teacher's lounge. And I don't want to get into that story, but that is a true story.
1: <laughs> How old were you?
0: I was 14. I was just out okay. of... S-
1: we were the same age. Too. God, our lives are parallel. I'm kidding. depressed. I'm looking into my future. <laughs> I don't want to be you. No.
0: This could be you someday. Oh. I'm going to go have nightmares now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably already do, but now they involve me. And that's another weird <laughs> thing, by the way. But uh, you are tr- correct in that, especially when you're in grade school, having blower wars was a big thing for us, where you can actually swivel the head and point it at each other and blow each other's hair back, that kind of thing. But the, the two things about paper towels or any of the paper in, in industry kinds of drying apparatus that we have is, one, it's fast. If you have a blower, you gotta stand there and stand there, and you gotta do the front of your hands, and then you gotta do the back of your hands, and then you redo the front of your hands, and you gotta rub them a little bit. And you grab a towel on the way out, you just swish, swish, swish into the garbage can, done and done. You don't even have to tip the guy. And two, I don't know what that meant. And two is that. When you walk out of the bathroom, when you do a blower dry, your hands are still kind of moist when you walk out of the bathroom. And you usually you kind of do one of these things. You can't see me, but the people at home can. You, you're, you're sort of um, like you're drying your nail polish, sort of flipping your hands back and forth, trying to dry them the rest of the way. Or you end up wiping them on your pants as you're walking out of the bathroom because the, those air dryers never completely dry your hands. But the towels, those little towelette things, they'll dry them completely in one fell swoop down done and done, and there's really nothing you can say that will outdo that.
1: You know, I'm sorry that you can't take an extra second and a half to save the Earth. You know, your your children and grandchildren and great grandchildren will be really glad you saved that second and a half as they are buried beneath trash by the, these expanding <laughs> landfills. And the fact that you can't manage to use these air dryers to fully dry your hands—that's operator error. I mean, stay no! there. If it's not enough, if your weird, misshapen ha- hands have too many nooks and crannies <laughs> to be completely dried, just wave your hand under there a second time, and it'll blow again. It's not going to run out of air. It just keeps recycling it. You'll be fine. Uh, you can get your hands as dry or as not dry as you want. And if you choose to wipe your hands on your pants, I mean, that's between you and Mrs. Alievus. And I think I understand why you're on the road all the time now. This also explains why you keep running out of pants. I mean, these problems are all related. You just need to you just need to keep your hands under the dryer long enough to do its job and you will have a nice trash free experience.
0: You know, now I understand what we're dealing with, because your hands have more hair than a hobbit's feet. And so if you get hand soap in that hair, it's like trying to get peanut butter out of a shag carpet. And for you to use the hand towels, there is a 0% chance that's going to work. So yeah, for normal people that have normal hands with flesh and not fur, I think the towels are definitely a better option. For your kind of people, the werewolf lycanthropy kinds of folks, yeah, then the air dryer for that small small sliver of the population is going to work and uh, the other thing is you say that it's saving the earth to use the blow dryer but what does the earth have to cough up to create electricity that generates that hot air yeah a lot of dinosaurs died just to fuel (laughs) your hand drying obsession
1: well maybe down there in mississippi they do but up here in indiana we have windmills and we have solar power we are a green (laughs) paradise up here marching forward I mean those, those windmills are so ubiquitous that people complain about them like if you ever drive through this part of Indiana or even Illinois oh, yeah. uh, yep. at night, you see the red blinking lights at yep. the night they're kind of they 're kind of menacing. It looks like a war of the world situation <laughs> they're everywhere powering powering us through, and when the when the turbines aren 't turning uh, they 're basically powered by natural gas. And natural gas, I mean, they're getting that as a byproduct of uh, of all the uh, the oil mining they're doing now. And natural gas is cheap. Like this is this is a bonanza. This is the time you want to use electricity. This is all good energy. But even the paper towels, like you would have an argument if you were still sitting there cranking the paper towels with a crank or pulling them out manually. (laughs) But they put lasers on the paper towels. They put freaking lasers on them. Like here's this completely inert thing. The one advantage is the lack of electricity, and they added electricity to it. At my college, it almost caused a riot. The, pro- the, the professors almost went on strike because they're like, we haven't had raises in three years, and now you've got these paper <laughs> towel dispensers in the bathrooms with lasers on them. What is that? And it turns out that the, uh, the paper towel company, like, required it. They put them in for free because they want lasers on there to use the electricity because they think they're gonna, you're going to use less paper towels. And then you won't even get your hands all the way dry. You're going to have to wave your hand in front of that laser like six times to what? get enough la- to get enough paper towels to dry your weird misshapen hands. So even, wow. even the advantages you think you have wow. in the paper towels, you don't have because they added technology for no reason.
0: You know, any argument you have that involves your, and I say university, I'm putting air quotes up because it really is a former (laughs) university, is really dead in the water with me.
1: Just because, you know what, I'm not saying it was a good college. I mean, again, they almost revolted over paper towel dispensers. Clearly, they didn't have their priorities in line. But that just shows you the kind of bad decision making that goes into a bad institution. And bad institutions... Use paper towels. You see the connection there? It's all coming oh, together. If they maybe. had air dryers, that college would still be open.
0: Maybe they lasted as long as they did because of the paper towels.
1: <laughs> That's what they had going for them.
0: <laughs> all right, we got to draw this thing to a close. We're almost up to 19 minutes already, and I'm fairly certain that we know who has won this debate. Yeah, this one was pretty decisive. If
1: you, if you just remember what number you have this week, maybe you won't be so <laughs> That's the indecisive when you part. All right. I hope you have your pencil ready. I'm going to roll the dice here to give us our numbers. All so this right. This week,
0: I'm using a whole Steve new piece of paper for this.
1: Has number 33.
0: 33. Gosh, I'm trying to think of a 33. Was Bam Morris 33 <laughs> for the Steelers? He I might have, have been 34.
1: 49. James.
0: 33 for
1: you, 49 for me, and our 49. random, our wonderful random who's been losing to us in recent weeks, which is not bad. 23. Well, that's Michael
0: Jordan. I beat you to it. Oh, my God. You knew somebody's number? (laughs) I did. And who else is number 23? Who's another famous 23 in honor of Michael Jordan? There's only
1: one 23. Come on. Let's be honest here. They should just retire it across all sports and math. When you get to 23 in a math problem, you should just skip it because that number's retired.
0: (laughs) Do you know who was 32, the opposite of Jordan?
1: I I, I couldn't care less. We're not going to play this numbers game. You're trying to distract people from the fact that you just lost... (laughs) The hand dryer versus hand towel debate. And remember, you're not voting for which one you personally prefer, because we all have a preference. You're voting for who won this debate, who argued better. Every week somebody's like, I don't want to watch a stupid video, I already know which one's right. Well, you're you're voting on who won the debate. You're not going to review a movie you didn't watch. You're not going to vote for who won a debate you didn't watch. It's the same kind of deal. And speaking of watching, where
0: can they watch us, Steve? Man, they can watch us on YouTube and we are all over YouTube, man. We're taking it by storm. We get like eight downloads per one of these videos. And how many people get that, right? No, we're actually doing really well. (laughs) We're we're doing really well on YouTube, and it's all because of you. Thanks a lot for everybody who watches and subscribes. And tell a friend because you are the marketing that we have for this podcast. And as you tell friends and family and neighbors and friends of neighbors and family of neighbors, it gets a little weird when you get into walking (laughs) into people's living rooms who you don't know to announce wrong and wronger. But it helps to expand the brand, and we will eventually take over the earth. And we'll give you a desert island that's in the middle of the ocean. I
1: don't know if we'll ever take over the earth, but I am going to make back the dollar I paid to you. So we got to at least keep going that long. I'm still a dollar in the hole from a previous (laughs) bet. And if you don't want to watch our beautiful faces on here, you can always listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or Podcast Addict. Just search for Wrong and Wronger and we'll pop right up. Nobody else wanted that terrible name. It was just sitting there for us (laughs) and we took it.
0: Someday we'll tell people the evolution of the name too, because that's an interesting story.
1: It's really not. I suggested one name, and we used it, and it turned out it was taken, so I suggested another name, and there was Why no debate. Why do you debate.
0: poo-poo this? It's a good story. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, you You're like Eeyore. No stories. <laughs> God dang. Oh, don't worry about me. The story's not that It's just, great. in
1: general, anything Steve tells you is good is bad. That's that's the good rule to live <laughs> oh my by. my God.
0: Including Who's the with
1: paper towels and air dryers. It, it, it all comes together.
0: Everybody knows that paper towels are the best, and that's really all we have to say about it. But we got for now to not say nothing more. We got to get out of here, man. (laughs) All right, do your closing. All right. Uh, so this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve. And I want to thank everybody for watching and subscribing. Don't just watch and listen, but hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you use, because that's how we know that you're out there. And if we don't know, we get frightened and confused and we wander around the mall with our white tennis shoes. And then it's another whole weird thing. But let's talk about, James, what we're going to debate about next week to give just a little taste to people who want to tune in. What's coming up down the pike?
1: Uh, Probably 10 minutes of insults, probably by an unknown unknown topic that we will determine at that moment.
0: Well, we do have an Easter show coming up pretty soon, so be sure to tune in in the next few weeks to figure out when that is. But until that is, this is Steve Oliva's Dr. Steve for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, James, I know you're going to sit down for this one. Two wrongs can't make a right. Yeah, talk to you next week.